Do you want to have fun, change your life, and change the world in seven days? Welcome to Dance Our Dreams, where I playfully fuse music, motivation, and healing our planet through simple weekly experiments that help you achieve your big dreams and the big dream of our planet, the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. Aloha. I'm DJ Valerie B-Love, the vibe goddess. Our world needs us to take bold action now, and I believe every little thing we do adds up to make a big difference. Y'all ready to be the change you wish to see? All right, let's rock this. All right, aloha, Love Tribe. Guess what? Okay, let's first do this. I got to do this. I got to get grounded because like, I'm feeling really nervous. Everybody take a big inhale of love with me. And let's exhale peace out to our beautiful planet that is so grateful to be in presence with my friend, Linda Arnold, Diva Sonic. This woman, <laughs> she is so amazing. She used to be in, you know, she used to be this, one of the most special guests that we used to have at Valerie and the Vibe Tribe in our shows. And she would play flute and sing songs and she would vibe out the whole crowd with her magic and her, her playfulness. And now I get to see her as a mama and continuing to move forward as a producer and a musician. Yep. And she's doing immersive experiences and sound healing. And it's, I, I'm going to cry. I'm so happy to have you here on our podcast, Linda. Thank you. So uh, welcome. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yay! Oh my God. This is, this is really crazy. Like this is a, this is a long time coming because <clears throat> Valerie and the Vibe Tribe. <laughs> Enough said. Enough said. <laughs> was the first thing that I did that was like an all women's like multimedia ensemble, like electronic music collective show. And it was like the, the beginning of so much for me. And at the time, you know, I was looking up to you and your energy and you were bringing me into this, this <laughs> and I, you know, I just moved to California not too long ago. I went to recording school. And like when I got out of recording school, I was like ready to like do this thing like and find things to, to do. And I was really attracted to, to your mission. I don't even know how we met. I have, I didn't remember. I know. I don't remember. How did we meet? That's a great, <laughs> I, I'm sure we'll have a thread and we'll have the like, doink. Oh, someone, yeah. someone, yeah, yeah. someone knows. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us if you guys all remember because right. we're our, our old mama brains early. Like, <laughs> right. It's like, that's like, okay, we're talking like 19 years ago now. So, mm -hmm. um, so it was great because I came down to LA for the first time, San Diego. We did show up in, in, in San Francisco. We went down to Mexico city. Oh my God, dude. I know. <laughs> Where we were picked up at the hotel and like driven I'll meet you one, there. Block, one block down the street. <laughs> Um, so, you know, it's just been such, that was such a cool time, um, of like self-discovery and being able to feel like, like I could find a way to bring my music into the world, you know, post music, classical music school, beginning to become the performer I was envisioning, right? That journey starting. Yeah. And, and so your project was like one of the first things that was like, you know, blew open the, that door of possibility. Yeah. And so, so let's talk about that for a second, because obviously there's so many artists out here who might be listening to this, this show and 
you know, now is a totally different day and age to go out and put yourself out there and put your art and your music and your mission and message out there because 19, 20 years ago, we didn't have social media. We didn't have Facebook. We didn't have, we didn't even email each other really, you know, yeah, it was right. very organic and, and, um, old school as sure. it were, sure. um, you know, you obviously had a place in your heart that you knew you needed to keep moving forward with your, your, your music and your message. How did you mentally and spiritually say yes to that and say yes to some weirdo like me and just like, okay, we're going to go put on some costumes and do some stuff. And you know, it's like, how did you as an artist overcome that, that first obstacle, that first hurdle, you know, to go join a, a, you know, a little, a little group that was different than what you were used to doing. What, how did that work for you? You know, it's just a Cindy Lauper song just came to my head. Girls just want to have fun. Listen, I just wanted to have fun. I wanted to play flute. You know, I wanted to tour all those things. I saw a larger vision of, the sh- of a show. I love, you know, I love electronic music. I was already playing flute over DJ sets in San Francisco with other, you know, DJs. And that's how I was learning to improvise more. So this was just the way it came about was just like a logical step. You know, and, and, and then, you know, it's kind of a no brainer. So when you have that, um, that <clears throat> feeling inside of, you know, what you want to do, what makes you happy, you, you find ways to, to do it and whatever and so, that looks like. And so I, I believe me, even, you know, in, into my next projects as they evolved over the years, it was always like, all right, you know, okay, what's the next thing? How am I expressing what I need to say now and who's around me to collaborate with. And so, and the bottom line also a really big piece for me is collaboration. Totally. I'm never happy in the studio by myself. Dude. It's no. like, I mean, <laughs> masturbation is fun, but group sex is way better. Oh, there you go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. You know, everybody has their different flavor, you know, you, you combine those things. It's like with Sonic Davis, it's like another manifestation of this, this beautiful ensemble idea, you know, where the, the whole, this the sum of the, the parts and together makes the whole. And, and it's like everyone's queenness coming together to, to there's, you can't deny that energy. You can't, you can't, there, there's no, no one can step around that. It's here. It's totally here. Okay. Yeah. And so, so I would love for you to share with everybody, like, tell me about Sonic Devas and you're, you know, I've been watching you and like, you know, excited being in the periphery and watching you do the dome and the immersive experiences and watching you and the behind the scenes components with your other, the artists that you're collaborating with. Like, I mean, it's one thing to go in like kind of a pop direction and be all, you know, mainstreamy and you're, you seem to be going in very much of a, uh, an alternative healing direction, but still like, connecting to the soul of people who are like burning man people and all of us festival people like so tell me like how did that evolution come and what's it like working with i mean you have so many artists that you're working with holy cow totally yeah yeah and they're all incredible um and um so you know i i moved down to la from san francisco you know just kind of to preface this whole kind of thing you're just talking about and up there, I felt like it was kind of ending for me up there. I wasn't feeling any forward motion. You know, I feel like I had done what I needed to do. 
Um, but then at the same time I had met my husband and I had my baby and I had taken that, that was the time I took away because mm. it was like time to establish the life foundation stuff after being yeah. an artist for a while. Yeah. And, um, but then he got a job at Blizzard Entertainment and it was time to move to LA and I had already, um, had my daughter and I was like, this is not the time to move to LA now. Like this is the worst timing possible but I knew inside and people around me were saying Linda I'm really interested to see what happens when you go to LA whoa so I was like okay I have no idea literally there's some people around here but these SF and LA are like two different worlds they could be different two different countries totally yeah yeah um, yeah, yeah. Mm. So I did start from scratch and I had my sound healing training up in San Francisco. I was already starting to do some sessions with people and group sessions um, up there. But when I came down here, it seemed like the logical place to enter. My point of entry into Long Beach, I live in Long Beach, um, is to get into the community, start meeting people, working with people with sound. And, and I love that and I wanted to do that and I still do that. Um, but of course, I still, Diva Sonic is still inside. So Linda Arnold, the sound healer, is getting herself established and like sharing the work and really passionate about this work and teaching and all that. Um, but then also the, you know, the fire is, is still burning to, to be Diva Sonic, the performer, you know, the, yeah. the, um, the voice, the channeling compositional voice that's always running through me is wanting to be expressed. And so quite naturally, finding people that resonate <clears throat> with my way of doing things, my sounds, and which is more like, yeah, chill out, ambient, you know, and all those meditative stuff really works well already in the sound healing world. But then, yes, like you said, uh, the, the alternative path to also then getting back into the performing um, through that channel. I mean, it's a lot of luck and timing involved because the wellness industry was just starting to like, it was really been booming now the past five to 10 years here in terms of the sound baths getting getting popularity and yoga you know is already all over but um you know i just came in at a good time but also um i think it's just this is the work i meant to do so then it's like oh i when i'm getting the um the validation or the feedback that people are benefiting from what i'm doing and mm -hmm. that is that is a consistent you know, feedback train for me. It's like, oh yeah, okay, great. I, I think I've, I think I found it. Like, yeah. okay, it doesn't matter how long it took, but you know, like here we are. And this is, this is what I need to be doing. So it's exciting because now I'm combining all the different things that I knew there were steps along the way, studying classical music, getting recording, engineering, studying gear and all that stuff so I can make my own tracks and I can perform them, you know, studying uh, live sound, studying the music business, studying, you know, and now sound healing and then how all those things combine to make the thing that is the masterwork expression of, of myself or, you know, the, the thing that I can bring out to the world that I can share with people and, and collaborate with people on. Um, so I was lucky to find people that, um, like Torkum G, who is a sound healer and he does electronic music. So that was a natural pairing because I could then sing and play my acoustic instruments, you know, over his uh, synth stuff. We did a lot of sound healings, um, started doing festivals. And then he also uh, does tra writes tracks. So that turned into Solar Theory, which is our electronic music project. And then from there, it was like, all right, you know, but I have this 
you know, the duo in the collaboration, that's one really important collaboration, but I had this dream of like this bigger ensemble <laughs> and it just sort of happened last year at Shakti Fest. I, you know, planting the seeds for it and seeing all the women that were just incredible and how we're all in LA. This isn't an aspect of LA, how it's all spread out and people are all over the place. So everyone has their individual little microcosm world. But what's happened is it's like what we bring everyone together to do a consolidated version of all of our work. And, and, um, and so I found myself becoming a musical director, artistic director of this thing, yeah. Sonic Davis, which every time I get the photos and the video back, I, I'm, I'm in tears because it's like, it's a, it's a miracle. It's you're a miracle. miracle. You're a miracle. <laughs> and so, so that's like, I, I want to ask you, like, how did you, how did you take all of these beautiful artists from all over LA and elsewhere? I imagine you might have yeah. a few sprinkles here and there, but like, what was the process? You know, cause it's one thing to just say like, I mean, it's easy when you're on the other side of that it's done and I did this right. thing. Yeah, like, yeah. How do you all of a sudden make that first step and that first phone call or that first email or DM or whatever? Like, how do you, well, like, each, what voice inside you says, go do this with this person and do it now? Right. Well, I mean, it, this is a process over the past five years. So I've been in, in LA for five and a half years. So everyone involved, I've had personal relationship with in some way, mm -hmm. either like I've had a lot of conversations with them. I've invited them in to my sound healing gigs to do duo collaborations. Uh, one woman was my recording client and is incredible. And, and I invited her in because she is a done deal. Um, and so each, each woman has my own story, relationship story and relationship building story. So as of now, like the women that are a part of it, it's women that I know that are leaders um, in what they're doing. They have their own universes and their, their own practice. And um, it's just like, kind of like looking at um, our current landscape of who is sharing, you know, and who's doing the work and inviting in the best, the best people. And quite naturally, I was attracted to um, the best people because I want to learn from them and I want to collaborate and cross pollinate and I want girlfriends. So yeah. <laughs> this is like my one way to get some girlfriends and, and to make music at the same time. You know, when you're a mom, you're busy, you got to like kind of do it all at once. You know, you don't have a lot of time to hang out. Um, <laughs> We're like literally octopuses. I swear. We're like mental and spiritual and social octopuses. And yeah. Like, all of it. Yeah. All the time. Um, so, so the answer is it's, it, it's a, it's a process that builds over, over a number of years. And, and then I look at like, just from my years of being in university ensembles and college and being in band or whatever, even at that level, you know, orchestra, you know the different components of, of what you need to create um, a working ensemble. And it's always a work in progress. Um, but it's like, okay, I have a woman, she does modular synth work, she can do drones. I have a couple of people that are drummers. I have a couple of people, I have one woman who plays 10 things because she deals instruments and Karem and she plays. So I have her playing like 10 different things throughout because she's my multi instrumentalist and I have a woman who's really specialized in crystal bowls and that's her main thing and then you know um, she's teaching also and then someone who 
you know, I play piano, but I have another woman who's like playing piano. It's a, it's a piano major, very interesting. Like uh, Helene, she does um, voice training, but also I can put her on the piano, then I can do other things, you know? And it, so it's, it's like, it, it all, and it, the pieces come together. You know, I have a harp player, she's incredible. I, I've known um, Laura Escudet for like 10 years. I invited her in to play violin and she's such an uh, inspiration to me with her work in the industry. Like being able to invite these people in to, to play, it's like such an honor to have them, you know, come together and, you know, the cooperation that it takes. Yeah. And, for, and, for this to happen. And, that, and the fact that everyone's on board, that's, that's another miracle. You know? It is. And the fact so that- So far, so good. So knock, on, knock, the- knock on, <laughs> knock on. Knock over here. Oh my gosh. I yeah. mean, but obviously you've, you've sculpted yourself as a leader over time. You know, like it does, just anybody just can't show up and like, you know, be a musical director. And so I'm curious, like what advice do you have for the young- people who are coming up, who are excited, who want to put their own ensembles together, who want to put their own bands together, their right. own, you know, what would you say to them in the face of the obstacles that you faced, you know, cause obviously yeah. you don't just all of a sudden show up and be like, cool, I got my 10 people. I'm good. And here we go. This is our show. <laughs> like, obviously it's taking time for you, but mentally it must take time for you to pick up the phone and, you know, be, be courageous you know, and just stand strong in your vision. Like, how can you, what would you say to the young people who are are ambitious like you 10 years Uh, ago, 15 years ago? I mean, sure. I I think I have the same ambition I had then. I just have more resources and more experience. Um, But, but it's just, you know, you start with a duo. You start with working with one other person. Yeah. You know, uh, say we're talking about music. So if you want to collaborate with one of those, get good at, at the interface connection interfacing with one person because it's not all roses it's like you people's egos come up like you have to be able to um negotiate yourself what you want from a collaboration what you what what energy you want to bring um and be able to ride the waves right because everyone inside has their own dream and their own their own vision right so um, i would say a lot of patience and communication and be you know don't be afraid or, or, um, you know, fearful of the fact that sometimes there's certain ones that don't work out. So you try something for a while, it has a life and then you go on to the next thing, you know, and then things that are really meant to stay with you and, and to work on will, will, will be there. You know, That's and, such, yeah. and, and it's tough, you know, it, it's tough because it's like with art, especially everything's so in the moment, so fleeting, that feeling is so fleeting. And now it's over. And that's like, Oh, where's the next fix? Oh God, where's the next one? Right. It's going to, it's got that little aspect to it. And there's a lot of like, um, there's anxiety uh, involved in it, but you have to kind of come back to yourself, you know, and, and just, just try, try stuff, just jam with people, like have jam sessions with people, you know, have lunch with people, get to know what people want from their art. You know, you might admire someone and they could be the person for you or not, but you, you don't know until you have that conversation and that develops some sort of rapport, you know? And, um, and so, yeah, I don't know. It's just a lot of, uh, a lot of experimentation, but, but once you have, if you're the person at the center of the vision, um, like for me, I, uh, at, at first, and everyone was fine with this, I basically write out what we're doing. So even in the sound healing, which can be a very improvisational 
musical space. I'm writing out like, this is the mantra we're doing. Here's the recording of the rehearsal. Then we go to this. Okay, we're gonna do this. We're gonna make forest sounds here. And now, now we're gonna go to this drone. Okay, you're gonna play this and you're gonna play that. I don't care, the, the notes aren't written, but this is, this is the trio of improvisational uh, yeah. space here. Yeah. So you have to, like the person, you have to, there has to be someone creating the structure. So, totally. and that's the thing for me that takes the least time is like writing out what we're doing. I'm like, the downloads are coming. The downloads are coming. So that's another reason why I know that like I'm meant to do this particular thing. But, but everything else, yeah, like the managing of people's, um, you know, sometimes you want to give people solos, you got to give people their moment. You want to make sure that you're highlighting the talent that you have in the group with, with balancing the ensemble and the cooperation aspect of it. You know, so I, it's just experience really. It's, just time and, and um, I, I don't know, I just think more of us need to play together. We yeah. have so many, it's like not only are we isolated in front of our phones at home, but we're, 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 not, we're not going out and seeing people and it, we, we have to create the space for that to happen. Yeah, like creating the space is so perfect because like we used to have these fires that people would gather around and we would talk and play music and dance, mm. you know, in these yeah. tribal communities that, that are no longer in our, you know, United States culture and in many, most, most of the first world cultures. And so it's like, how do we, as, as these artists and these messengers create the space? And so the space that I've seen you showing up in lately has been, uh, I just, my heart melts, these, these immersive domes and the the immersive experiences that you're doing and what was the you were at was it there was a cathedral that you'd played at recently yeah well that saint john's cathedral saint john's. Is, um in downtown la so that that's a davis that's the davis and that is really like one of the best spaces I mean, i've ever played it's it's dude. just incredible um, um like, but the, yeah 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 hi Goth, gothic church yeah and so why, like why, why immersive tech for people's experiences versus just like a 2D experience? Why, why, well, why immersive? Well, that, I mean, you know, as far as the visuals that we show at the church and all that stuff. Anyway, you know, visuals yeah. and sound. Why yeah. immersive? Oh, a good question. Um, well, I think it's, it's all about getting people out of their regular lives zone worries and enveloping them in something you know it's just yeah. it, it's it, it's it's a you know working with um visual reality which is a collective that i've been a part of for for three years um you know michael strauss is the visual artist and he's really you know um driving this collective in terms of his visual aesthetic and his philosophy um you know, with also Torkum being his founding partner and, and doing the sounds. So they've come together for a more meditative as aspect of multimedia mm -hmm. and immersion. So, which is why I was attracted to it and wanted to be a part of it. And I had started my project with Torkum before they started the visual reality company. Um, and so it quite naturally kind of um, flowed into that with them and done a lot of events with them. Um, but, but it's, there's arguments about, well, if it's sound healing, you know, they should close their eyes. It's an inner journey. If you have visuals, it's a lot of stimulation, you know, and so there, there's arguments for both, but in terms yeah. of, um, you know, developing content for the purpose of 
evolution, uh, you know, human evolution and discussion and, and transformation, there's so much possibility there with now, you know, the immersion aspect. Um, I mean, I'll go back to the domes in a second, but then why would I do that in the church? Well, I work with Michael a lot and I thought, you know what, let's get him in to projection map the back of the church, you know? I mean, so then I would say to the people, I'm like, okay, you can choose your own adventure. This is a choose your own adventure sound meditation experience. You can lay down, close your eyes. You can sit up and watch the visuals and watch us, you know, you can sing with us because we have the mantras projected on the back walls. So they can sing. So it's almost like, you know, yeah, you can pick your trip, choose how you want it. It's all, but it's all, even the people laying down, it's interactive because they are given a, they're just sitting in a chair. Like, where's my, where's the bartender? Where's my drink? You know, no, this is a very active listening experience. So immersion, immersion means to, to truly be in the moment, to really be listening, this deep listening aspect of sound healing comes into play. And then of course, then we have the the visuals are just in their dimension of addition to that, you know? So the dome is like a no brainer. Like when we're, when we're in the dome, I always make a joke. We're in the dome. We're accompanying Michael Strauss visuals. <laughs> the music accompanies the visuals um, because it's just so, so massive. Um, it's but, so, uh, it's yeah. a great. I mean, again, it's like different spaces to create and play in. And we have to then go to the, the, the whole, um, thing about how you had the dome idea back in the day and how that went <laughs> dude oh my god i know well i just all i knew is like i knew the domes were supposed to do something on the planet and yeah when you know linda's talk i'll tell you guys really quick linda's talking about we used to have a nonprofit called gadam global education through music and one of our our initiatives was to create domes all over the planet that were these interactive interconnected domes and you know, we started working on this and I got inspired because I got to go to Burning Man for the first time back in the late nineties. And I was like, what? There's places that you can go and feel this way. And, you know, back then the projection technology was like a couple of projectors stitched together with like shitty seams and they didn't look good and it wasn't synced with the music. And it was just sort of like, you know, you're looking at like the home movies in a dome. And Otherwise you had like, you know, a million dollar projector at a planetarium. And those were the two extremes of the tech right. back then. And right. so now, now it's so cool because all of the tech has caught up with like so many people can create these beautiful, you know, high level immersive experiences. Yep. And I don't know, for me, just something in my being just transformed when I got to go be in the domes at Burning Man that time. And I was just like, wow, I feel like it's like a human empathy machine depending yeah. on what is programmed in there. And obviously watching a movie and a 2D screen with audio is a human empathy machine to get to go through a storyline with people. But like there was just something about the, the being in it. It made it even more uh, somatic for me. And I felt like it, it really, I don't know, it shifted something in my, my, my being and my, my meanness. And so I'm so happy that like you're out there playing in these domes and I'm kind of coming back off of like my mommy hiatus and t dipping my toe into see like, okay, <laughs> yeah. who's doing what out there? Yeah, you got it. Yeah. You know? yeah. And I just, I'm so happy to see you <laughs> sharing your magic and the power of sound and the sound current, you know, yep. it affects us all so deeply. Um, Absolutely. And I know you've done some stuff at the Wisdom in LA and I got to go there 
I would say like maybe a month and a half, two months ago, maybe, I don't know. It was a little minute ago. And I got to, you know, watch part of Android Jones's the Samskara thing, but the sound, the way that the sound felt inside that dome to me, it wasn't anything like I felt anywhere else. Like I, you know, I, and of course I love his visuals. He's like one of my heroes, but like the way that the sound felt in the room, I don't know. Some, my whole body just was just constantly getting like massaged and vibrated in a different way than it doesn't get when everything's coming from one direction, like yeah. a one directional sound, like a typical concert would give you. So sure. um, what's your experience with that as an artist and a sound designer with your group, you know, Ooh. with all the beauty that you do? Well, you're right in the dome. Well, it's actually, I, I have more realistic take on it. Um, because, you know, there's the different sizes that you can see. And by the way, like this, this wisdom thing by Full Dome Pro, I mean, it, it, it's really, really something, you know, yeah. I think they, they've got, you know, um, a couple, a few years that they're going to be doing this installation and see what happens from there. But, um, you know, like to be able to come in as an artist and play in that space, not only, you know, as a musician, but as a visual artist, this is the first time any, like, uh, if you have the technical know-how and the knowledge it's the first time anyone can go in and mix a custom video show in 360 anywhere um otherwise it's like you were saying it's the planetariums it's the observatories you know where they have the, everything has to be formatted in a very particular way you can't just plug and play uh and they figured out a way to make that that happen um and and so like wow what a what a playground, you know, for, yeah. for, for people. Now, sound-wise, like, they have the big dome and then they have the smaller one. The smaller one sounds better. Um, it has just, like, just the dimensions of it allow the sound just to, to carry and, and not reflect as bad. So the big one, they still, you know, they need, they have a lot of, it's a huge reflection issue in there. Yeah. Um, especially when it's empty, when people in there, people absorb, but um, they, they need to, figure that out I think before it's really um pleasurable as a musician to play there and, and just in terms of like just the sound quality um and uh, it's really about the visuals, <laughs> but, but, the visuals. There, but, but there is this different feeling though of like that that like where's is it coming from behind me or where's yeah. the sound coming from and I think you know that creates right. they have, like they have, they have, that right. playground for you you know to totally. like say where is it going to go how is it going to get delivered you know yeah and I think they're you know they're still tweaking the 360 aspect they have that they have speakers all the way around and they can pan stuff uh you know, in, in stereo and they're still getting the, the 360 um, thing happening, but that has potential and that'll happen. It's just about the, the right treatments for the space. Yeah. So you can, you know, make it dead enough that like, you know, the sound, there's not as many reflections happening, you know, because that, that, the, the sort of the bounce back is what, as a performing musician, why we need monitors. And then thinking, I mean, you, look, you've played in all kinds of situations where like, man, if you're not wearing your headphones or an in-ear, like there's no chance. Yeah. Like forget it, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's a good point between like playing a pre-recorded situation that's already been, you know, uh, the the room has already been thought of versus like being in a live situation. Yeah, you know, right. and like how do you position like, okay, is my sound going to come out this way to the left, and is it going to bounce back over here? And yeah. all, that's got it. That must 
that's a whole nother engineering situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So there's, there's wow. the, the acoustic aspect, but, wow. but just being in there like this. So during Davis, when we did it in June, first of all, like trying to get that all those girls mic'd up. I mean, we have a fantastic engineer that we work with and he works his tail off. <laughs> um, trying to get all those mics Yay. in front of all those girls. Oh my gosh. But then it's like, it, it takes so much energy. So you're in it. And I just remember, this is what happens at Wisdom. I, I had... Um, my crystal bowl player, Michelle, she was doing her little solo and I just did one of these. I just zoned the fuck out. You know, I was like, wow, I got totally wrapped up. I had a moment, you know, where I, I completely left and I look over and she was finishing up. She's like, Wake up. <laughs> so that's what the dome does. The dome has that, it, it's, the, the projection is so massive that it just like sucks you in, you know? And so it's crazy. Um, but I've, I've been blessed to have a few different kinds of performances there. So I've done a couple sound healings there, um, this, this Sonic Davis, and I've performed with Solar Theory, and um, that was a more electronic, live electronic night, um, DJ nights, and ecstatic dance also. I got to awesome. jam with Ian Golden for a second, who I used to jam with back in the early 2000s. I'm telling you, the circles, the, the things that are like coming back around and connecting right now are like just unbelievable to me and how like we're so blessed to be able to stay in this work, to stay and just like keep going. And then, you know, you, you meet up with your old homies, you know, and you're like, oh yeah, these are my new homies. Like meet my new homies, <laughs> meet my old homies. And you're like, oh my God, I'm so glad I didn't give up. <laughs> before just about the juice things being so juicy now and how like it's always about like uh you know beginning again and um and and take, just getting yourself back out there listen I deal with anxiety and body tension and stress and like oh I, I don't think I can do this I don't, oh, all right I'll try one more time just, you know? just, just one more time <laughs> Just one more thing, bitch. <laughs> oh my God. So, okay. So it sounds like your message to everybody is, uh, I'm hearing you say, you know, we're talking about the SDGs and we were talking about number three and health and well-being is like, you know, like, don't give up, but keep yeah. going, you know, yeah. And, yeah. and just stay true to your heart. And so the songs of the week, let's, let's hear the two. You, we came up with two. I could come up with a thousand with you, but let's, yeah, I let's know, share I know. the two. So I've been listening to this song nonstop and my daughter Isabel loves it. And in the morning on the way to school, she said, mommy, play my favorite, play our favorite song. Oh. And it's this by this producer kidnap and it's called start again. Yes. And it's, it's exactly what we're saying. Like you need a friend. I'm your friend. Let's start again. You know, yes. you can always like whatever hurdle comes, whatever roadblock comes, meet that, accept that. And then the next day you start again. And start I just again. love that message and you'll love it. And the production on it, it's like a house track and it's like, great. Of course. Nice. Okay. <laughs> that one. And then there's another um, one from you. What's your song? Yeah. So I am, um, this is the uh, solar theory, which is my collaborative project with Torkum G who's a sound healer, electronic musician. Nice. And, um, the track that, uh, from our record that we released last year, it's called the being. Nice. So, um, this is, uh, there's a monologue in the first third of the track. Um, that features Osho or Rajneesh. And nice. so, we, so I found, we found this um, monologue that he did. It was 30 minutes long. And um, it's about traveling from your mind to your heart and the journey oh. from traveling to your mind to your heart 
and moving past feeling and just being. And so I took this monologue and I just chopped it up all the best bits and I arranged it over his, his music. And then from there, I sing about it. And I, I wrote the rest of the song from there. So oh my that's, God. that's always a special one we love doing. And also the being is um, a track that Michael Strauss created a 360 VR video experience. So you can put on a headset and, and watch the, um, like the bridge, you're going over the bridge from oh your mind God. to your heart. It's just fantastic. <laughs> oh my God. Like, so it's, I don't like know, it's a miracle. I don't know. It's a miracle. Well, you're a miracle and it's like next level music video, like for our souls, like, cause like yeah. music videos obviously took us to a certain dimension of ourselves, but like, whether it's a dome immersive or a VR or AR or whatever, it's like, we get to like, now that's the next level of stuff. I mean, I know we're not trans like implanting stuff yet, not yet, but maybe one day. Well, well yeah, Elon Musk is talking about that, but yeah, I mean, that's coming. All it's those coming. Things, all those things that people say and you're like, no, that can't, we're not, like, no, actually, we're not yeah. ready for that. We're not ready for that as humans. I don't think we deserve that yet. Oh, do we have our mental states under control? That no, we no, no, no. Yeah. yeah we, so we, all those aspects. You first. <laughs> I mean, to play, let's, you know, the self-care, the mental stability, the balance, you know, always coming back to, to square one. And can you do that within yourself? Then you can get a chip. Okay. So then let's talk, <laughs> let's, let's, let's talk some pre-chip, some pre-chip experimentation of like simple things that we can share with our, our beautiful tribe here. What, what is the one thing that you do on, you know, a daily basis that you think, you know, if you could share this one thing with the whole wide world, what would it be for a weekly experiment to help them, you know, stay in tune with, with their, their higher power, their creative self, their mission, their purpose, like yeah. what helps you stay on track? The simp what's a simple thing that they can do each day for a week? You know, every morning you take like your 10 minutes to yourself. So, um, we talked about being moms and how it's hard to, you know, I don't get that 10 minutes first thing I get out of bed. I make the lunch. I get her ready. I take her to school. I haven't had my 10 minutes yet. Yeah. Right. I've had, I've had to take care of things. But when, then I, when I come home, I'm blessed. I'm an art working artist and freelance person. So I do have my mornings, um, uh, for the most part. And so just taking that 10 minutes, 10 minute meditation. So yeah. ten, 10 minutes of silence. If you have an altar, a cushion, a place that is really safe for you in your house, just sit and have that set your timer, you know, for 10 minutes and it can be just a silent meditation, right? Cool. If it, if that's hard for you because you have a lot of anxiety and it's hard to sit still for that long and that's okay for people that have never meditated before, it takes some time. Um, it's put on like your favorite music. I would suggest something a little bit more on the spot end of things, you know, meditative ambient and then focus in on the sounds. All right. So you're giving that, that's sound healing and you're listening and you're focusing on, on the sounds to help you with your, with your guidance, yeah. your, you know, and something that, that you, that like a chord progression or, or, or just a vibe, a texture that really like helps you settle. So the whole thing is about settling and settling the waters before the rest of the day, you know, opens up and you're dealing with all the things. You I know? love it. I know. Um, so. And I was just, yeah, I was just telling you, you know, when we got to chat before this, um, before the interview that like you're, I think the fourth or the fifth guest in a row that is talking about the value and the importance of our morning practice yeah. and whatever it is that we do that consists of our morning practice. It could be, you know, watching a comedy show. It could be the meditating. It could be whatever it is, but it's like tuning into that 
that you-ness that's just about you so that you can get through the rest of the day that is like in this like grounded, connected part of self. And so I think, I know for me, like if I, I know if I don't do my morning practice and I have a certain series of things that I like to do now, um, I feel like I didn't brush my teeth and I have this growth thing in my mouth and I'm like, <laughs> like spiritually, that's how I feel. Like I feel like, yeah. like residue that hasn't gotten, uh, you know, smoothed out. And so I think exactly. yeah, the morning practice is super cool. So, um, okay. Any last beautiful sentiments that you would love to share, you know, as an artist and as a mom, as a healer, as a lover, as a friend to this planet, like any oh my gosh. word that you want to share? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's really the, the, the biggest thing that comes up is just try and take care of each other, you know, the best that we can to honor each other's gifts and struggles and, and, you know, just to have as much compassion as possible. And, you know, and this, that, that's an outward thing, but it, but the same goes true to yourself, you yeah. know, and just to, if you can't, do something or show up in a certain way or something's not working with you just to honor, to honor that and take a step back and not feel that, you know, you've done something wrong. You know, that you're, we're all here for learning and for growth. And that's the biggest thing about my sound healing work is this, there's a lot of self-development and self-care talk inside of this, which is helping a lot of people in ways that Western medicine isn't. Uh, you know, uh, physically, mentally, and spiritually. And, um, and we're giving people tools to take care of, uh, of themselves better. And, and so um, it's just that, you know, come back to the self-care piece. The better you feel, the, the better that you're taking care of your inner world, the better you can take care of everyone around you, you know? So come back to it's that love and compassion stuff, you know? It's not just buzzwords. It's like some real shit. You know? it's, med it's medicine, man. It's yeah. medicine for sure. Oh yeah. my God. Thank you so much, Linda. This has been awesome. like, such a treat. Oh my yeah. God. I love seeing your face and giggling. And like when we first saw each other back on Zoom, we're both like, ah, oh my God. It's you. <laughs> like, Long time coming. Dude, oh it's God. so cool. And I feel like I, I just, I know that we're like scratching the surface of some other next level, beautiful things. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm so happy for you and I'm so happy for your success and your progress as, as an artist and a musician, as a mom and as a lover and a friend on this planet, like way to go. High five. Thank you. Girl. <laughs> rock. So awesome. We rock. All right. I love you. All right, everybody, let's do one quick inhale together and we'll inhale some love. And exhale some peace out to our beautiful planet. All right, everybody. Peace, love, and aloha. All right, big dream dancers. I know you want to start making a difference in your life and the planet today. So head on over to djvaleriebelove.com forward slash podcast for your free dream sheet for the weekly Dance Our Dreams experiments. And remember, I'll check you out on Facebook Live every Manifesting Monday at 11, 11 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on the DJ Valerie Belove page for support on each week's experiment. And I really, really do know how busy you are and it would mean the world to me if you could subscribe and leave a review on Apple, Spotify, or Google Podcasts so other badass change makers like you can benefit from this show too. Sending from my heart to yours. Peace, love, and aloha.